You take the red pill. You stay in Wonderland. And I show you how deep the rabbit hole goes. Were you rushing or were you dragging? Gentlemen, welcome to Fight Club. First rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Second rule of Fight Club is you do not talk about Fight Club. Here we go. All right, welcome back to Movie Matrix. As always, my name is Jordan. We've got Matt. What's crack-a-lacking? we got my dad. What's going on? Today, we're doing a technically a mini-pod, but on our regular channel because we are a regular channel, our regular episode, because we're going to do the Snyder Cut of Justice League, and it's yeah, four hours long, and we need some extra time to get this thing cracking. 30, 40 minutes ain't going to cut it. <laughs> no, so you guys ready to talk about the... Justice League, Snyder Cut, whatever else you want to call it, Edition Ultimate, Snyder Edition, whatever. Absolutely. Okay, so we're going to do this in somewhat of a different format because it's such a long movie that we're going to do this differently, kind of. So we're going to start out with our overall thoughts and feelings, obviously, like we always do, and then we're going to get into it. So um, my overall thought was this movie was way better than Justice League. Um, By far, this is the superior movie of the other one. Um, I liked the choices better, the stories better, the characters are better. Um, the score is hit or miss. I don't think the score is better or worse. I think it's fine. They had a couple weird choices here and there, but um, it was shot differently, which was better. I think everything that was used in the last one was shot better in this one, if that makes sense. Um, overall story arc was better. There's a couple things I we we I rewatched just like we all did it, um, mm-hmm. and just because we hadn't seen I hadn't seen it since it first came out. Okay because I didn't like it that much. Um, and I was a lobby for, I, I was one of those lobbyists where I was like, it's not that bad, right? Okay, so um, there are a couple of things in the first one that we talked off podcast about, Matt, that I did like that it wasn't in the original, but overall, I really liked this this version. And I think this version is a big standout in the DCEU. I'm not saying it's the best movie, okay? But I think it's definitely up there. And the DCU, I think, needs to try to build off this. And but my overall thing is I liked it a lot, <laughs> and it's a lot better than the original. Me likes it a lot. A lot <laughs> better than the original. So yeah, I'm gonna piggyback off of you there. Uh, not literally, you probably couldn't piggyback me. Um, but <laughs> I don't want to try. Really, <laughs> I'm gonna piggyback off you. I want to um, see that. <laughs> there, there is so much to unpack here with this. Um, but to start off, the Snyder Cut of Justice League is not better than Justice League. It's way better <laughs> than Justice League. I agree with you, Jordan, 100%. When I saw Justice League back in 2017, I thought, you know what? That was fine. That was a good time. Whatever. I enjoyed myself semi. Yeah, semi enjoyed semi. myself. So I'll roll with it. I was like, you know what? That's probably a C-plus movie. It was enjoyable. Comparing it to the actual vision that Zack Snyder had, whenever we sit down and we watch this four-hour-long epic that Zack Snyder envisioned, that movie is so mediocre in comparison. It just, if not just bad, it just appears as it just appears as a trash heap of a film after you've watched the Snyder cut. Now, I don't know. Some people may enjoy the original Justice League more than this. I cannot get behind you whatsoever. We're going to go ahead and do this. Snyder Cut and Justice League. We would go with that? Justice League. Yeah. Just I'm so gonna... we understand. Because we're talking about Justice League here. Snyder and Justice. That's we'll how we're going to do Joss it. We're talking about Joss Whedon's Justice League. That's how we're going to do it. Because okay. it's very confusing if you keep saying Justice League. I've, I did it too. So <laughs> that's how we're going to... Okay. I, but I agree with you 100% though. Um, this movie... It, I don't know. It's just simply better. The action's better. The characters are better. They have more time to 
dive into everything more. Now, I will say, if I'm going to nitpick, <coughs> I don't think it needs to be a full four hours long. I feel like there's probably a three, three and a half hour cut of this movie that they could make. But then again, we don't need a whole nother cut of Justice no, League. I think we're good here. But I'm just saying, I like the fact that Zack Snyder took his time. He really dove into this. He really... Um, sunk his teeth into it and got everything that he wanted to out of it. I really enjoyed the film. I think the cast is pretty good. I think the um, script is pretty solid. I think um, I actually like Junkie XL's musical score for this quite a bit because Danny Elfman did um, the Justice League. He did the score for that. And it's fine. It just kind of fits in like that OG Christopher Reeve Superman kind of way is how it fits. Um, the Junkie XL score in Snyder Cut is just, I don't know, it's more metal. It has more edge, it feels like. So that's just my opinion. But overall, yeah, it's tops, man. It's, it's tops. tops yeah. Let me hear from David. Yeah, I don't what even, you got? I don't care about the score in this movie, okay? I, care, I know. I, know. I can I care just, less. I look give me the things. action. Give me the story. I'm I'm in heaven, okay? I just want to see people die. Yes, exactly. <laughs> I Very care, brutal. I really care less about, about the score. Okay. That being said, I've watched this movie twice already, so I'm I'm down for eight hours. Okay. <laughs> if you watch the credits, so it's eight hours and four minutes. So <laughs> let's 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 start there. Okay, I've I've seen this thing twice already. You said you thought that this was up there as far as one of the best. I think it's the best. For me, it is the best uh, DCU movie. EU, yeah. Period. This is for me. This is the best. Um, we sat down and watched, like you said, uh, the. Joss's Joss's League, Joss's League, whatever you want to call it. Like, it's just funny that that. Can we just call out. it crap? Can we, <laughs> can we just do that? Crap. <laughs> um, we sat down and watched it, and as we're watching it, knowing what Snyder brought us, it was difficult to, f- to finish this movie because <laughs> there was just so much that didn't work, and I was one of those that defended it to begin with mm-hmm. after I first saw it because I was like, eh, it's not the best movie I ever saw, but it's not bad. It's not bad as far as the DCEU. It's not not great, but it's not bad. Since I see Snyder Cut, it's bad. Joss's version is bad. I mean, he went for things that, which we'll, I guess we'll talk about later uh, as far as uh, spoilers go, but some of the comedy that I thought kind of hit to begin with, it didn't hit this time. Uh, some I totally the, agree with that. Uh, some, of the, some of the scenes that he completely reworked that Snyder came back and did his version just did not work now. What he did with that movie does not work compared to Snyder's version. And like you said, if somebody says that that one's better or they enjoy it, that's fine. You can be wrong. I mean, that's, that's how it is. Snyder's cut is far superior, far better. Uh, just what he did as far as hashing out the characters Compared to the first, and I get that the studio made Josh cut it down to two hours. I get that, but what he did with that two hours, he did not do very well. No, no, Josh Snyder. Uh, Josh Snyder. Josh. Snyder. It's confusing. It Snyder is, uh, had the four hours, and he he made these characters where you actually cared about them, where he made them relevant. I guess you could say where Josh had no relevance for for, for at least a couple of the characters. Snyder hashed them out, made them relevant, made them far superior to what you saw in the first one, and it was just an awesome, awesome cut. Yeah, for sure. So we're gonna I'm gonna start at the beginning here, but then this, 
This is a weird movie to talk about without spoilers because there's two hours extra in this movie. Actually, it's probably like more two and a half extra because not a lot of Josh Josses made it. Yeah. Um. So we're gonna start at the beginning, but there's a lot of spoilers even in the first hour. So we'll start in the beginning. I just want to start how it, how it starts at least, and then we'll get in. And I will. And I will say I agree completely with you that this movie could have been an easy three and a half hours, easily. Okay. There's, thank you. There's there's three or four scenes in that movie that. Were not needed. Not even they, like yeah. They're not not even close. They just weren't needed. I see what you're saying, and and if you even if you don't want to cut out um, a lot of scenes, you can trim a lot of them down. I don't need Atlanteans singing a Latin a Latin hymn about yeah, Aquaman or something. You yeah. know, just just little Crazy things like stuff, that. Yeah. And there's a lot of like really slow, drawn well, out slow mo shots and stuff. Well, and even like, if you wanted them to sing that's fine don't let them sing as long as they sang oh my goodness yeah, that's that's tough. Guy, that guy was that, hard to watch that them singing is like the most director cutty type thing you could possibly put in a movie you know what is that making yep. any yeah it does but, um, yeah so we're gonna do a lot of compare contrast here obviously because there's there's Possibly two there's two to. cuts so the beginning of this movie is astoundingly better um you get what i like about these movies okay you say what you will about man of steel say what you will bvs but they made Man of Steel in the beginning of BVS. Okay, he sees them fighting right. in the beginning of the Snyder Cut. You see the end of BVS, right. so you mm-hmm. get that continuity, right? So you know when this is gonna be set, kind of. You see Superman die again, and he and when he dies, he yells, and that awakens the mother boxes. It's like his okay, death cry or something. Now yeah. the difference <laughs> is the beginning of the other one. You just see a, a shaky cam of a really bad CGI Superman. And that's just how it starts. And it goes to his funeral, basically. Yeah, you see, like, kids interviewing him yeah. or something in the so original. Yeah, so it already starts out better. I mean, just off the, off the beginning, they do a lot of slow-mo. This, this movie is exactly 10% slow-mo, by the way. That's a lot of slow-mo for four-hour movie. It is. That's, that's you know 40 what? minutes but of you know, slow-mo. I enjoyed the slow-mo. I really did. Little, probably a little more. 40, I think they went a little over. I don't know. It's Snyder. It is Snyder. I really enjoyed that's true. it. I felt like I was watching 300. Yeah, exactly. I liked so it. It's a little more 40. But anyways, but... Anyway, so it starts out way better. It starts out more logical, right? Because in Justice League, mm-hmm. okay, he Batman knows nothing about mother boxes, right? He shouldn't, at least. It's right. a foreign object to him. It's alien. He's not a thousand years old like everyone else in this movie is almost. Um, but he doesn't know. And in Justice League, the way he finds out is he kills a parademon and three boxes show up. That's convenient. Right? But in this movie, it, it shows from the beginning that Superman, that because the Kryptonian is dead, right, Steppenwolf feels okay to come here. Yeah. He awakens the mother boxes because the, the finally the only thing that can really defend the Earth, because there's no Green Lanterns right now. I don't know where Hal is or John Stewart, but they're not doing their job. Nope. Um, or they haven't been picked yet. I don't no know. Lanterns. So Sleeping on the job. Yep. There's no Kryptonian. So that's how, that is a way better beginning to this movie. Already, it explains and, so much of this movie. And at the beginning of Josh's cut, he, you got Batman chasing a parademon. You don't know what these things are. You don't know where they came from. At least, fear. at least in <laughs> at least in Snyder's cut, we we understand where they came from, when they came. It was, it was explained. It was fantastic. The other version, you you don't get that. They're just here. I th- when, I, when did they show up? Why? Why did they show? We don't. We we don't understand this stuff. I think when you said that you could cut a couple of things, I think one of the major scenes you cut is really the whole like Martha going to um, Clark's grave. That seems like like eight minutes long. I feel like in, in the Justice League it was like forty seconds. Now I think that's too short, but I think that's one of those scenes you could have trimmed off like three or yeah. four minutes. But 
I, I didn't mind seeing all the hum, the like how they humanize Clark Kent in this movie and how big of a symbol he is because in Jocelyn you don't really yeah. see that they say he's a symbol but they don't act like it. That's one thing that they that that they change for the better. Obviously, they change a lot of things for the better. But that's one thing right off the bat is you get a actual feeling of the impact Superman had on the community. You get an actual feeling of. Um, how important he was because in the Justice League you get a newspaper article saying Superman's dead and it's like okay, yeah, especially and, and I mean the same yeah, banner is in it so yeah, there's it was, a, there's it was, a black banner but I yeah, mean, it was glossed over I mean just all, it had yeah, yeah. Okay, and I think that goes back to the two hour thing though too I mean he was trying to I don't know what he's doing well you know and I like you said I get it he was restrained to two hours but then you watch what Snyder was able to now he did it in four but you watch what Snyder was able to do and the whole story's different. It's not just that he cut down the movie; he cut down the whole story, and he changed it. The yeah. whole story is different. Like now, you get the same, not the same outcome, but you get the same plot in a way. You get the same bad guy in a way, but there's an overall God, theme really. of the Snyder cut. Mm-hmm. In Justice League, it's just one person. Yeah. They don't explain it. There's a lot of mother talking, which is really weird. Yeah. Um, it doesn't make any sense, and they don't explain it well. But the Snyder cut, even if he brought that down two hours, now you could make the Snyder cut two hours. Would it be as good? No, but you could make that movie into two hours, and it makes sense. Justice League doesn't make sense, and like they spend an hour and a half or forty minutes before they even get into the final fight, which we're not getting into the final fight right now. But in Justice League, and then they just gloss it over. The yeah. final fight is supposed to be epic, and it's not. Mm-hmm. And now it's not a cut; it's pretty epic. And like they just gloss over so much, and you can tell what they trimmed. You can tell so like some of the dialogue doesn't make sense in Justice League because they've trimmed it. Yeah. So it's like it doesn't make they rewrote a lot of it. There's scenes in it that don't make sense. They're trying to be too funny. It doesn't work. Well, a even lot. like when Diane is explaining, you know, this war that happened a long time ago. Look at the difference between it's about two ten minutes. It's got to be I mean, ten it's minutes longer. Freaking ridiculous! It's got to be freaking ridiculous how good Snyder's cut Snyder cut is compared to Joss's in that because it was glossed over again. Another glossing over. I would, but that wasn't shot as well. Oh no, it's not. I, before I want to talk about that, but that would be in the sport. So I want to talk one, a couple things before we get into that, because once we get into that, that kind of that's that's when spoilers start. I think once you say when she starts talking about before, because that's when he really, that's when Snyder really changes this plot, or Joss did technically. Yeah. But before that, now I don't, I'm not a big fan of Amy Adams, Lois Lane. I've said it on right. podcast, mm-hmm. but I will say they do well, really good with her in this movie. In Justice League, yeah. she is. Horrible. She she at least feels like she has something to do. Now, granted, in the Snyder Cut, I felt like Lois Lane is still pretty worthless as she a is. character. Until one part in the movie. But, but yes, yeah. except minus one part, she's a pretty useless character. Um, it yep. would be like me showing up and being like, what's up, guys? <laughs> she's a pretty useless character. Um, but she is more involved, and she feels slightly more integral than the original. And part. I think she humanizes... Superman a little bit and Clark Kent because you see the shot with her looking over in the bed he's not there you feel for more yeah. in this movie in the other movie they don't show any of that mm-hmm. they just show her just like kind of moping um, yeah, the which biggest, is fine but the, I, I realized re-watching um, re-watching the Justice League that um, really the biggest um, uh, I would say like the most meaty scene that Lois Lane has where she's discussing Superman and how she misses Clark and everything and w- is when she's talking to um Superman's mom and Superman's mom is pretty much just pissing and moaning about how she's losing her house. It's really not even about her it's or the, Clark or anything. It's in a whole different spot too. Exactly, it doesn't yeah. feel as good. Because in the Justice League, the Daily Planet. Well, the whole point of Lois Lane, she hasn't been to Daily Planet since Superman has died. Mm-hmm. So in this cut, they just 
she's at her house and it just feels they they both feel mourning. She's like, "Hey, my house gone, but I'm cool. I'm good." Yeah. Um, Martha feels more authentic. Yeah, yeah. Martha Kent and Lois Lane both have better characters in this. I think everybody does, but I wanted to point them out first. Yeah, um, and I mean, say that you know their characters are still not great, not super super important to the story, but they're still better. They're more developed than they were before. That's for sure. Yeah, and you get. You get that good scene with that, you know, they're saying how they miss Clark, or, you know, they say Clark, but um, how they miss Clark. She's like, yeah, I mean, I'm doing okay. So, well, you could have stayed with me. She goes, no, it's not a big deal. It's, you know, it's lonely there anyways. And they have the whole really good chemistry right there. And I think it shows, because, I, I mean, you read the comics, you watch arts, the animated movies, and they're very close, actually. Lois Lane, you know, they're not married yet. They're very close because they know that Clark is in love with Lois. They accept her because, you know, he's basically human. Um, you know, he acts human, so, um, that's just, this is going to, I mean, I know Safari movie, I want to hit spoilers, because I don't want to hit something on accident, you know what I mean? Yeah. Because I'm about, I wanted to say something about that scene, but it kind of, there is a really big spoiler about that scene. And most people who are listening to this have probably seen this night. Yeah, so we'll right do spoilers now, so. right now, you've gotten, you've got you've gotten 17 minutes of us just talking without spoilers, so, <laughs> whatever. Let's roll. But, alright, spoilers. No, I am the father. I see. And that's not a prediction. That's a spoiler. He's the one. Okay, so that scene is very integral to the whole story. Well, not to this story, to the to the future stories. The future, if they decide, yeah. he so Clark Kent comes out and Martian. It was actually Martian Manhunter. Um, that was one of the big things that they cut because Martian Manhunter is the seventh member of the Justice League. Yeah. You know, it's always you know the seven, but only six. They decided that a while back it was going to be Martian Manhunter instead of Green Lantern because it works with the story better because he'll because Steppenwolf will come in if there's no lanterns or Kryptonians. Um, that's a big it's a big deal. He doesn't show up again until the end. So yeah, um, and it's, which, is, um, which is fine. It's a character development for the future. And I like the fact that um, whenever you get that Martian Manhunter reveal at first, and it feels like I don't know, it's probably like an hour and a half into the movie, but yeah. um, whenever you get that first Martian Manhunter reveal, um, and then it changes back to the guy from Man of Steel, that general, and you're like, so that was Martian Manhunter 2 the whole time? Yeah. Yep. I'm like, that's. I just think it's that's a, a cool... It's call- good. Yeah, that's a cool callback that they did. Um, so let's go ahead and just talk about the war. You brought it up. I think we should talk about it. So um, basically... Oh, that flashback? Yeah, so yeah. before we get there, but Steppenwolf... Let's talk about Seven before we get there. Oh my he's, gosh, dude! Right. Let's talk about say, that. He needs to be Let's addressed. Talk about him. Okay, so first of all, he looks a billion times better. Um, his his armor looks good. Without the armor, he looks like a a naked mole rat. But whatever. Um, but his, his armor looks good. His voice it's a voice for the same person, but his voice is diff is better in this. Uh, I think they told him, "Hey, be better." Um, and his overall motives are better. Well, and I mean, you're talking about just looks. Also, I mean, in Joss's version. He has more of a human type of face. Uh, in Snyder's cut, he looks more alien. He looks more, more menacing. Really, he looks more he looks, off. Yeah, yeah, he looks. Yeah, he looks more vicious. He looks like he's you know here to to do to do the bidding. And I just think overall, completely, he just is fantastic looking. The Snyder cut. Yes, I will say this is he Steppenwolf is so much better all around. I think so. in the Snyder cut. Um, like you guys said, his look, 
his armor, his voice. Um, he has different motivations. His he, personality. Yeah, he wants to get. You understand him. You want. He wants to get. Kind of feel on, for him. Yeah, he wants to get back in uh, Dark Side's good graces. Um, so he's doing. So that's the only reason that he's going to Earth trying to do this because he's trying to like. Well, if I can wipe out Earth, then I can impress Dark Side, and I'll be back in his good graces. Basically, it does not feel like his entire character revolves around these stupid mother boxes like it did in the Justice League. Now, granted, they're important to the story still, but in the Justice League, he you think he wants to have a foursome with him in the three boxes because he won't shut up about him all the time. He calls him mother all the time. Like, it's really freaking <laughs> like, weird. Please stop, man. And let's talk about the dark side for a second. In the first one, he mentioned dark side one time. He just barely mentions him. He, 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 he says four dark side. He says four dark side. And, and everybody else, if you don't know who dark side is, if you don't know this universe, is going... Who's Dark Side? Because because sure. everybody thinks it's all Steppenwolf. He's the dude. He's the bad guy. There's nobody else. That's how Joss played this played his movie out. It felt like it was all Steppenwolf. There was no Dark Side, and just the mention of Dark Side did not feel right in that movie. Yeah. So we get to the part where he boom tubes to um, the Mascara. The Mascara. Mm-hmm. I think that's how you say. It. <laughs> yeah, you said it. I'm horrible at that one. Um, so he boom tubes there, right? So it looks the same almost. That's that's almost shot for shot, except for. Um, Seven Wolf at the beginning, he goes through regular people axes, parademons come through. It's shot a lot better. Um, mm-hmm. and then this, but this sequence is like quite a bit longer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and it's quite, it's really, really it's like good. Twenty minutes long, and you get through all this. And I, well, the main difference in this, other than the fact that he's just wrecking people, is a lot of blood because it's an R rating. Um, so they get to be violent. I mean, he's just wrecking, wrecking Amazon, Amazons. Like, yeah. I mean, like none of them have a chance. Really, because he's and they show his might in this. Because these are Amazons; these people they're not as good as one woman. Because one woman was made from the gods. Uh, she's got you know she's a little different, but they are still worthy opponents. And he is whipping about fifty of them at once. And yeah. now he has parademons, sure. But the main difference in this, the main difference they took out that made me so mad when I watch this league, is whenever whenever they like seal the gate and they seal it, and instead in the Justice League he just punches out of it. Yeah. In the in the Snyder cut, it all falls down. Yeah, and and then, then you see how powerful he is because he just is like, "Nah, fam, I'm gonna jump it." And he, he gets up and he jumps out of it. No, it didn't phase him at all. It shows how much different it is and how much because I thought it was weird they just sealed him in. Right. And Josh is like, like obviously gonna get out, but they like dropped a whole mountain on him. Yeah, <laughs> you know, I thought that was visually better. It, it spoke to how much of a uh, how much how hard he's gonna beat. It spoke to how strong he was mm-hmm. at, just at the beginning because he hasn't fought. Now, he hasn't fought one of our heroes yet. No, he, but, but, he, yeah. but he's fought Amazon. But still, even with that, even with that sequence on Themyscira, yeah, you're right. You get a you get a feeling of how powerful he is. I mean, he's much more brutal. And um, yeah, when the violence kind of kicks in, you're like, this is not PG-13 violence. No. I do want to say I like the fact that um, they did not go overboard with it. They could have, if they, if Zack Snyder really wanted to be edgy, he could have like thrown out an f bomb every ten seconds, and he could have made it just super gory. But I mean, he could have made it three hundred. Yeah. But he didn't. He made it a little bit more violent, which I think honestly it helps not the Necessary, but it shows this kind of darker um, tone, this darker atmosphere that is the Snyder cut compared to the original one. So. 
Yeah, yeah. I just like that that he that he didn't go he didn't go ham with it. He knew what he needed to do. I really like the shot where they shoot a bunch of arrows into him. And he just goes pow with his yeah. armor and just shows flexes on him. Yeah, well, I mean the armor was awesome. The armor was great. The way uh, it looked, the way yeah, it was, it was awesome. Uh, was he purple or was I mean, he had a, he color? had a purple, purple accent yeah. to him? I'm not sure why. I liked it. I like purple, so <laughs> I, I was purple. behind it. Um, so basically, the same thing happens. He gets away with it because no one can stand up to him. You know, they do their best, but he boom tubes away. This is when this movie is so much different. Now he boom boom tubes away, and then he goes to his place and puts the box in, right? Mm-hmm. But instead of going, "Hey, mother, we, I have found you. Be with me," he goes. He. It's kind of cool. The the statue itself melts, kind of mm-hmm. turns into. I can't remember the dude's name. It's one of Dark Side's people. Yeah. Um, and he goes. Have you found like have you found all three? He goes, Don't call back until you know, call back, but don't get back until you get all three. And then <laughs> don't give me a ring. And he goes, he's like, Okay. And he, he goes, But I, all I want, all I want is back on Apocalypse, basically, and be a dark side. That right there gave you the element exactly. of why he's there. He's not there to fornicate with these boxes, which is how they kind of expect in the other <laughs> one. Exactly he is there is. for a purpose to and get back with Dark Side. That's the huge difference here with the, you know, there's the fork in the road between the two movies, is that it seems like uh, Josh's version, it's him wanting to conquer Earth, whereas Snyder's version, it's him wanting to appease Darkseid. Yeah, and w- that's with conquering you Earth. know, there's two different, two completely different things going on there. Yeah, and they and they really gloss over the big point of Earth in the Justice League. Like, there's a big point of why they want Earth. Mm-hmm. So, um, we'll go to the war because before we get into that, they before we get into that, but the war. So Diana basically sees a big. Well, not sees it, but she sees it on. They shoot an arrow. By the way, the arrow goes about three and a half miles farther in the Snyder, Snyder cut than the Justice League. Seriously, that that scene is about I forgot a minute that, longer. It's a lot longer. Yeah, yeah I they, forgot they, that was even in there. Yeah, they like she shoots an arrow about hundred miles, I guess, <laughs> to to light up an Amazon thing so that she can see that the invasion's coming. Right, Diana can. Yeah. But I thought that scene was better too in the Snyder cut. It, it looked was better. Super long. <laughs> it was. It was a little long. They could have cut off the beginning of it where they like bringing out the crate. But yeah, I mean, it's a whole ceremony type. Yeah, thing. and it's I, just, I think yeah. they wanted you to see it as a ceremony, and they're like. Oh, it's time to shoot an arrow. So it they did weird. it. Weird had like a had like a had like a strange eyes wide shut type ceremony vibe. It did, it did. And then <laughs> so then you get this. I love this part of the movie, and people might not, but I love the part where she goes down into this cave like thing and sees that he Darkseid has been here. Yeah, it gives us a history. A history, and then she goes to Batman, and she's like, "Fine, I'll freaking join you." But this is why, because she doesn't yeah. want to join him. Batman's wants to get this team together. He's like, "It's happening." No one believes him. The story is a hundred times better and i couldn't believe that just the justice league decided that they would make steppenwolf dark side in this movie i know it's the exact shot for shot scenes Mm -hmm. but they just switched it why why bring why it it would be like doing that with thanos and just having squidward the whole time and and in in marvel seriously that's what it would be like to use one of his goons (laughs) as thanos the whole time Squidward. i don't remember his name um it's um um uh, Oh gosh, I'm, I'll come back to that. It's yeah. something Gideon, Moth Gideon, or something like that. Moth Gideon. Moth Gideon. That's what I think it is. <laughs> anyway, so she tells the story. It's a it's a lot better. You have two lanterns in this. You have Zeus. You have um, the guy that played um, Ares. Ares. He's back. I saw. I could. I could see him. Right. All these people, the Atlanteans, the Amazons. You know, everyone's here because Darkseid is here for a reason. He now he does conquer worlds, but he found the anti life equation. Which, by the way, if you don't know what that is, I'm not really. Going, I don't want to explain. It. It's very. It's a big deal. But anti-life equation is basically his infinity gauntlet. We'll go there, okay? If he has his equation, 
Nothing can stop him. He can he can destroy any world no matter what is against him. Even if he had Kryptonians against him. Yeah. That's what the Angel Life Equation is. I'm not gonna get into it. It's kind of a nerdy thing. But he has found it. He does the axe thing and it shows the omega symbol, the anti life equations on this planet. That's why he's there. That's not said once. No. Seven Wolves do- doesn't that's not why he's there. He's just there to he does the axe thing, but you don't know what it, no, what it does. He does the axe thing. He's just there to conquer. But this this war is shot so well. It's almost like 300. Seriously. It looks kind of like it. <laughs> it but is it so much does, better, yeah. though. It's just ridiculous. It's so better. good. In Justice League, Steppenwolf's going around killing people with axes. Not in this. Darkseid's not even in the fight for a little bit. He's letting people fight. And then he jumps out all epically, hits the ground. Superhero lands. You know, not good for your Porsche. knees. <laughs> but he comes up and he just starts wrecking fools. And I'm mm-hmm. telling you, when I saw his Omega Beams come out of his eyes in the... It was later, but I was I, I was like, huh, I love his Omega Beams. They can go anywhere they want. Um, but no, this is shot better. I mean, you got the lantern dying, but and then it was, what I liked about this, I don't know if you guys caught this, you see the ring. Mm-hmm. Now, it was, now, what's really cool about this is he actually wasn't calling the ring. The ring felt his willpower. So it went to him, and it was like, oh, wait, he's, he's evil. And bam to Hal Jordan, or whoever else is next. Got out of there but quick. it yeah. was going to go to him, and he was going to take it, but then the ring realized that, He's full of will for sure because he wants to conquer, but Not today. he's full of evil. I thought that was a really cool scene. It's a very small scene of this movie. It's pretty. It is pretty cool. I like the way that shot. And too. then you have Zeus and everybody, and it's just so well done. And and it just it sets the tone for it's, this movie of how bad he it's is. Difficult yeah. to explain unless you've seen it. Just how good Snyder cuts shots are compared to Joss's. You you actually. You need to compare, compare and contrast. You need to see them because it is so much better. Uh, what Snyder gave us was just infinitely better. It was crazy how good it was. I've heard a couple things online, okay, of people saying that Darkseid went down a little easy. Now, I thought that at first, too. I thought, man, now we got to remember, though, this is young Darkseid. He's not Darkseid yet. Right. He's, he's Uxis. Right. His name is Uxis, U-X-E-S. That's his name right now. Darkseid is not Darkseid yet, okay? And he and the way he went down, he got he got hit by Ares' god axe, mind you. This is a an axe made from a god from yeah. Zeus. So him going down like that isn't the biggest deal. He's a thousand years younger. His Uxus. He's not even. He's not. He hasn't even conquered worlds that much yet. He's not known as Dark Side yet, really. So I think people saying he got down too easy. I'm like, I don't know. He went down pretty hard. I mean, like really, because he, he he had gods and Lantians. I mean, he, he was outnumbered from the beginning. He had parademons. And, and, you know, and, I mean, like... And what are we going to do? Draw this fight out for another half hour? No. Yeah. And <laughs> I mean, come on. It was just there to give you the reason why they got to come, they have to come together. But it was done so much better that you cared about the world at this point. Because at the beginning, that first war was just Steppenwolf killing people and then getting hit by an axe. That's what happened in the first one. It's shot by shot, almost the same. Yeah. Because um, it kills a lantern, and the lantern ring comes near him and runs away. It's the same thing. Well, when you look at the vulnerability between Team Darkseid and Steppenwolf in those scenes, Darkseid is mortally injured. They've got him on the ship. He is bleeding out. He is hurt bad. Steppenwolf actually gets back up and tries to get off the ship. Yeah, they, like, force I mean, shield him. I don't know really <laughs> yeah. sure where that force shield came weird. from. Um, but no, this the war is much better, and that war sets up the coming together. Now, this... it now. The knock, the biggest knock of this movie, if you have one, is the time. We've said this, the four hours, I don't think there's a big pacing issue, and by really fast for me, but if there was a little pacing issue, it would have to be them coming together. It takes about two and a half hours for them to become a team, um, which is not a big deal because they do a lot of background of Superman before, but 
the biggest thing they did for this team was they finally made two of the biggest characters the biggest characters yeah. in this film. So what they did in Justice League... They made him relevant. ...was Ezra Miller's Flash. No one liked him after this movie because of the way he was written. And I get that. Oh, it's Justice League. And yeah, then, he was an idiot. Yeah, and then his name is Jay Fisher, right? I, it's something Fisher. Uh, Cyborg. Ray Fisher. Ray. Ray. Okay, yeah. so I always get that wrong. But Ray Fisher's Cyborg meant nothing to Justice League. He, he is the heart worthless and in the original. Cyborg, like I said, he was kind of like their, you know, their their tech person. That yes, was it. you know, he Cyborg in is the something. heart and soul of this movie, and you get a full background of him, and that yeah. is what you want. You see him, you see him playing football. You see him lose his mom. You see his problem with his dad. Now this is all com- This is all exactly how it goes. Um, and then he gets turned into a mach- he gets turned into that through a mother box, and so you 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 find out what I like about this movie is you see inside his head. He could literally just. Destroy the world in a second. Yeah, it shows you. It. it I it, love that scene. I don't know. I agree with you. It does a great job of showing you how insanely powerful he is without even and the other one. It. The other one, he just put his hand on stuff. Yeah, because in the yeah, <laughs> like, you're 100 percent right. In Justice League, he just sticks his hands in a couple things, and he just looks like a diet Iron Man. He doesn't yeah. look like he could do anything noteworthy. He's just there. Yeah, it's kind of like, uh, IT's here. What can I fix for you? Yeah. That's, what, that's what the first one was like. The this, this second one, when his dad went into explaining what he is, how powerful he is, what he could do if he chose to, but is hoping that he chooses to be good instead of evil, uh, that was a that was huge for this movie because, and like I said, the first one, you just he was just there. He... I did not he like. A lot. I did not like him in the first one at I all. Either. I didn't care for that character at all. I thought it was. I thought it was a waste of space. Basically, I mean, I get they he they had to have him, but stood in the corner but, a lot. But once you, you know, once, he did. Once you see him in this movie, oh my goodness, you you understand him. You understand why he's there, and you understand, and you feel for him. I mean, seriously, he's he's a great character. Yeah, I, and I agree. No, yeah, I agree he, completely. I yeah, a hundred percent. And like you said, Jordan. The Flash is also a character who gets a lot more. Um, he has a lot more meat on the bone in this version, and that's um, and that's honestly for a lot better because in the first one, he Bruce Wayne just shows up at his apartment, and which he still does, but that seems just, almost the same actually. He just shows up at his apartment, and that's pretty much it. He's in, um, which is kind of the same thing, except in the Snyder Cut, there's no. Dumb line about brunch. Yeah, no, I don't like that line either. Stuff like that. I mean, it's just little things like that that they trim down. And you dive into the Flash more. You understand um, it dives more into his relationship with his father. It dives more into um, just him as a character with that scene where he's applying as like a dog walker or something. And then he saves what we assume is Iris West. Mm-hmm. and She's been cast Iris West. Yeah, yeah and... Which, by the way, that could be a little bit shorter. That scene. Yeah, that scene was. I enjoyed it, but it's like it was fine. Very. It was. Slow. It was a much better introduction than what, yes, yes, what Josh yes, gave us. I, I agree with you. It's just it's very slow, and there's like thirty-five to forty seconds of just hot dogs flying in the air. It's true. And stuff. <laughs> but um, but I do think that was a great way to introduce his character. Um, it made him funny and relatable. You can be the comic relief without without being. Dumb slapstick guy, yeah, like he was in the original. And there's no, there's no 
clip of it. Like I said, there's no clip of him asking about brunch. There's no clip of him running around the back cave like a schoolgirl. There's no shot of him. So stupid. There's no, yeah, there's no shot of him accidentally falling on Wonder Woman's breasts and then jumping up real quick. There's nothing like that in this. Yeah, and they do. The the big point of this is Cyborg is the heart of this movie, and the Flash saves the world, okay? I mean, everyone helps, okay, but the Flash is the main reason they win. When we get to talking about that. So when we can talk about that. I'm going to say that, yeah, later. But, yeah, we get to talk about that. With the Flash, I like the Flash as a character. I think Ezra Miller's a good Flash. Yeah. I think he's a good Barry Allen. Now, he's, I get why people didn't like him before. If they don't like him now, they might have a problem because, like, he's really good in this. They do well. He is the comic relief, but there's he talks about his blood streak about ten times in Joss's yeah. League, and I, I, I and I get that they don't have to say it anymore after he says he has to eat ten pizzas a day. Well, that, that scene where you know, they're I mean, in then the Batcave, and he's like, "Is this a bad time to mention my blood sugar?" I mean, I was like, "How out of place was that?" I mean, yeah. it was never should have been put in. It was, and we get all kinds of stuff like that from him throughout the movie that just it shouldn't have been there. Dochayevsky, yeah, whatever he says, whatever he says. nobody cares. Um, but he's he's much better. He. Um, he does uh, the the chemistry between the team is better. Like even whenever they, whenever they decide to resurrect Superman, it is a team thing. It's not Batman going. We're just going to do it. It's Ezra Miller himself or the Flash goes. I know we're all thinking it. Like yeah, what someone's got to say it. Batman or whoever says it goes. We got to resurrect him. And and then they go. Well, I don't think we should. Right. Well, but, it seems like the only person who really put up any resistance was Aquaman at that point. But it wasn't a huge resistance. Yeah. Whereas in Joss's version, you got to fight. Yeah, one I mean, they were arguing, like, they were fighting. It was just, it was ridiculous. Yeah, and it makes sense that whenever they do finally decide, once once Bruce gathers all these guys together, and it feels like, like you said, Jordan, feels like they actually have chemistry. They're together. They're most of a team at least, and they decide, you know, we gotta resurrect Superman. That whole sequence has a lot more planning and preparation that goes into it. In the original, they just kind of show up. And Walt's not as a team at all. Yeah, they don't feel like it. they're just like a bunch yeah. of different people that don't have this. They have a lot of different opinions of what yeah. they should do. Yeah, they just show up and Walt's in there. And um, this one, they they have to distract the the um, the guards, and then this and that, and then it also shows a lot more inside of um, inside of the Kryptonian ship. Mm-hmm. It's really cool. It shows a lot of Superman suits, things like that. Just small details like that that may not seem. Very important. It, I don't know. It just made up for a lot of glossing over, which is what the original did constantly. Yeah, and they do better with Aquaman. Um, we didn't say that, but Aquaman, there's no... I heard you can speak to Fisher's line. I hate that line yeah, so much. Line. Like, that's not a Bruce Wayne line, okay? That's not something Bruce Wayne would ever say unless he's just being... Unless he was, like, toxic gas or something. You know, like, it's not a thing. Um, Aquaman is a lot better. So, he's the only person that's kind of against it. They... They have to go um, save a bunch of people before they do this. And so they, they find out that they have nine people or whatever, and one's now Cyborg's dad. And so he's like, well, I'm, you know, they come together on top of the top of the roof with um, J.K. Simmons, and which is Gordon. But that's a pretty good scene. They do the whole, um, wow. Like that, that's, I don't I think it was that funny the first time when they all leave except yeah, for the was... Flash. I think that kind of doesn't, it's kind of a dud. Yeah. But they still kept it in, which is fine. But, they find out how to get there, and they kind of explain a little better. Um, Cyborg's like, "Yeah, you can do it this way." I'm because I'm all powerful, um, and they have to go save. And this, there's one part in this part that I would have preferred to see in it. The whole Barry Allen being kind of squeamish of screaming, uh, not wanting to help. He's never battled. He just pushes people. I liked what Batman said there. I liked what he's like, "Just save one, and then see what happens." Now they cut that. It's not needed in the story, but I did. I think that helps. 
a little bit with where Barry Allen's head's at because technically he's never been in well, battle. Now, let's go back and say that you know, if 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 Josh wrote that, Snyder would not use it. I know that, so, and he must have wrote so it. He must have wrote it because Snyder. There was a lot in the first one that they did keep from Snyder. I mean, not as not nearly as much as it should have been, but. You know, so if Josh wrote that, Snyder would not use that no matter what. Yeah, and that's the thing. It shows we a little give, heart, maybe, but it's yeah, not needed, I we guess. We give Josh Whedon a lot of crap, especially for um, how he kind of tore apart Justice League. But, I mean, he's still a competent filmmaker. He made The Avengers. He made Buffy the Vampire Slayer. I mean, he's he's done a lot of good things. Um, he was just not the right man to be thrown into the Justice League no. midway through production. Um, but yeah, Jordan, we did talk about that off podcast a little bit, and I do enjoy that just because, like you said, it kind of showcases that the Flash is somebody who's never really He's been young. in a fight. He's like, I've never been in a fight before. I don't know what to do. And Batman says, just okay. save one. Now that sounds stupid at first, but once he does that, he realizes, oh, okay, this is no big deal. I can save another one and another and another. nobody can see him. Right. Um, exactly. Yeah. Uh, but I do like what they do with his character, especially during that whole sequence when they're in that whatever the heck they're in. They're underneath the they're um, underneath Gotham pipelines. Yeah, when they go and save um, Cyborg's dad from yeah. Steppenwolf, and um, that is just done so much better. Cyborg's reaction, their motivations, everything is done better throughout that. So, yeah. and, and and Batman is a lot more competent in this movie now. Like Batman is always competent, but in this movie, he doesn't feel like just a human because in the other movie, like he has no chance. He's fighting a Kryptonian at one point. He's yeah. fighting at Steppenwolf. He's fighting gods, basically. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, he is like your. He's kind of your, more of your tech guy in this movie. He, mm-hmm. he, they, Alfred builds him gauntlets that can withstand like almost anything, and so which is showcase. He, he's got more gadgets in this movie. He is the leader of this team, and the in the past in the last movie there wasn't a, a real leader. They even there even until the end there's not a leader, and you can tell Batman is the leader, which is a big deal until Clark comes back because technically Superman is the leader of the Justice League going on because he's just the most strong and he's. Probably got the best heart, um, but Batman is the leader for now, and it is it is shown. He's like, you do this, you do that, you do that, and we'll get out of here alive. And so that scene is just done a lot better. It, it's a it's done a lot of the same way. Some of it shot the same way with Snyder stuff. Well, that's when Aquaman comes in destroying the team. It's gonna even, right up. Even Justice League, he he uh, he made it to where Batman was feeling kind of irrelevant and wanted to be irrelevant. Where, and in his version, he wanted Wonder Woman to lead the team. And yeah. he kept pushing for it. He Which kept pushing for it. He kept pushing for it. I didn't it. like. It didn't make sense. Wonder Woman's never been the leader. And Wonder Woman's a good leader, but she's never been the leader of Justice League. She's that a I great can remember. character, but no. She, the, it, it, yeah. It, it doesn't it work. Place. The, there, was, uh, there was a scene in Justice League I did like. Okay, the Justice League that I did like. that. It's fine that it wasn't in it, but I did like the fact that he was like talking to Alfred said, the world needs Clark. Because he's like, but you've lived. He's like, well, he's been more of a human than I've been. He's from another Earth, and then, or he's he's in all this stuff I could never do. And then Alfred goes, but this, he goes, he's more human than me. I thought that was a really good. Yeah. But Josh probably wrote right. it, exactly. and I'll give it to him. That was really well written. It shows where Batman's head's at. That he knows that we have to have a a better person in this. Plus, he's really strong. <laughs> it helps. He's a Kryptonian. Yeah, that doesn't hurt. <laughs> that doesn't help. Um, but I brought up that because that's when Aquaman's like, oh crap. There's an invasion. I need to help. Right. Because before, you know, Seven goes down and gets the the boom box, the mother box from Atlantis, and that's much better. Mara, I, now, let's, I do want to talk about this in a second, but I do like, so Mara's whole ability is she can 
contort and do whatever she wants with water. Right. Yeah. So that means she can control your bodily fluid. Yeah. Right. And so what's really cool is when he's like got her against that, he she's like draining his blood and water from his yeah, body. Did you know that you can that's suck the cool. fluids yeah. out of a human being yeah. like that? She, that's insane. She that can. Cool. And so that when he throws her, it makes more sense because in the other one, he just goes, eh, bah, just throws her, you know, like, and then Aquaman comes in, and does his thing. But that whole scene is a lot better. It is a lot better. Um, and it explains, it makes you understand Aquaman's motivations more. And uh, yeah, lets you really grasp onto that. Cause you have to remember, this is Curry before Aquaman, the movie. So right. he doesn't like Atlantis yet. No. Yeah. He's just strong. And he's like, oh, I don't want to see the world die. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like, exactly. I, I like my dad. I don't want my dad die. So he's like, that's kind of his motivation, really, in this movie. Pretty much, yeah. Um, so I agree with that. Well, let's talk about... Let's do it. Um, let's talk about Mary's accent. Why is Amber Heard British? So I have, a, I have a theory. Interesting. I have a theory. Okay, so Zack Snyder most likely shot this, right, um, with being told that Mary was British. Now, in... Or at least has an accent. Now, in comics and stuff, she does have an accent. In the... In the Animated movie, she has somewhat of an accent. I was like, okay? you can, like, read an accent? So, in the animated movie, she has somewhat of an accent. Um, but it's not, I'm not sure why it's needed. And then, they were like, nah, we're just going to scrap it for Aquaman and Justice League. So, I don't understand it, but I think maybe they just told Snyder, hey, that's what we we're going to go for. And then, he already shot it with Amber Heard. Amber Heard's kind of got a sketchy thing going on right now. He probably didn't want to reshoot with her that much anyways. Apparently, Amber Heard's a terrible human being. That's what you so. heard. And so I think he just kept it and was like, well, I know that's not the best thing. But in Justice League, she doesn't have an accent, but every once in a while she does. Yeah, it's weird. It was Did so you catch strange. that? So yeah. strange. You catch that yeah. she was trying to be British for like four and a half seconds and she was American. It was like she just had a couple of weird afflictions in her voice that made her yeah. sound British. And then in this one, she's just like... I don't know. It's like, oh, we're supposed to go down and get some fish and chips. I'm like, what know. are you talking about? Why are you like that? Yeah. It, it's distracting. It's not a big plot point in this movie. It's just distracting. Well, I, I don't it, like it. It is. It threw me off. Like I said, when when after I watched the Justice League, a Snyder's cut, I, I actually I actually put on Aquaman right after it just to see. I was like, does she have an accent? I don't believe her. she had an accent. Like, she was just throwing me off that much. It was yeah. just, ugh. That was better. I no, mean, she you, doesn't, though. She no, she doesn't. No, no, not, not, not even Justice League. I mean, so it doesn't make sense. But you get to see some Moon Defoe. It's kind of cool. We get extra characters in yeah, this, whatever. Yeah, he's not in the original, yeah. so. Um, but you go on. Now you have the team is together. They're at the round table in the Batcave, kind of. And they're like, um, Cyborg's like, I've ran the numbers. What this thing does, or Diana even says it, what this thing does, it creates and destroys at the same time. So every time it destroys, it creates. Every time it creates, it destroys. And there's a, I just love this. I've already said it, but I love it. They're all sitting there equal. Right, because in the other one, Diana's up the stairs. Ezra Miller's sitting down, being dumb. Batman's Everybody's at the table. Got Cyborg's like brooding in a corner. Mm-hmm. Um, That's but, all he did. But in this one, they're all around the table in as equals, right? Because they're a team, and they make the decision. Ezra goes, "I know we're all thinking it. Mm-hmm. Let's go." And then, and there's a, and then Cyborg throws out the whole superhero Superman thing, and he's like, "We've got to do it." And Aquaman's like. You lose your soul when you die, blah, blah. And I understand, you know, mm-hmm. you might not come back the same. And they're like, then we got to find Darkseid and a Kryptonian, you know. But, like, we got to make a decision because this one, Batman's like, look, they've never fought anybody like us. They've come to, they've never come to a world this many superheroes. They never fought me, basically. They've never fought my team. And I like that line. And I was going to say, in, in Josh's version, at this, this scene here, they still did not feel like a team. No, Whereas Snyder, not Snyder Cut, they did, they felt more together. But when Batman says in, in Joss's version, you know, we need to bring him back, 
Diana's like, no, we don't. We're not doing it. Blah, blah, blah. That's where they have their argument, their fight. He brings up, you know, Steve Trevor. Steve Trevor. She punches him. Right. No, no mean, doubt. Just, How left field was that? She, she can punch me felt, anytime. It just felt so, Amen. so odd and out of it because at this point they should be a team because they they need to re, they need to uh resurrect superman they should be all in on this they should be a team and josh just did not go there because yeah. technically lost the fight i mean they did save yeah. those people but they lost against seven wolf as as not a, so they had to regroup and they're like well it's not enough we need a kryptonian to help us get past this or we need something because they're all strong, except for Batman. They're all got their strong things as far as abilities. Batman just, you know, tactical and right. knows everything. But they really need He's the muscle. <laughs> they need, I mean, Atlantean, Amazon, their muscle. But they need the muscle. They do. You know, and so they make that decision. And Cyborg, I, I kind of like this part where Cyborg's like, well, while you're just being a douche, I ran all the numbers. And sadly, I think you're right. Like, it, we, it makes more sense to go for it because the world will die if we don't. Yeah. So they explain it right there better that Cyborg has ran the numbers, said, look, it's really worth it. Honestly. Mm-hmm. I mean, like, if we don't do it, he will come and he will he will eradicate the world. You know? And so that wasn't explained well in the first one. They just went, sure. One thing that I thought was unnecessary in the Justice League, one thing that I thought was just unnecessary that I'm glad they did away with in the Snyder Cut is um, – Aquaman is a complete jerk off to Cyborg for no reason. No doubt, he's he, he's everybody. He, yeah. yeah, he's a complete tool bag. The only time the only time he's not a jerk is when he's sitting on Wonder Woman's lasso of truth. I hated and he's that. like, "Whoa, you're gorgeous!" Like, I shut hated that up, scene. dude. You know, the first time that I saw that, I was like, "Okay, that that was, that was like that sure, was okay. It wasn't it. bad. Yeah, he's whatever. a horny idiot. Whatever." But, but watching it the second time, I was like, "Ugh, it's cringeworthy. It, it is. It really is. It's cringeworthy." So. We'll go. You gotta talk about the Kryptonian ship. It's much better. You could, as they walk through, Ezra Miller goes like, because they've already went and dug up Clark, which it was actually a pretty decent scene between Cyborg and Flash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and the exactly. Justice League. That's what I'm saying they have like a brotherhood yeah, almost. And in the Justice League, they just don't do a bunch of dumb jokes. Yeah. But in the Snyder they Cut, hate each other. <laughs> yes, in the Snyder Cut, they're like kind of bros all now because yeah. they both know that they are needed. Um, they're kind of doing because he's like he goes, you know, I could do this in like five seconds. He goes, no, we're gonna give him respect and actually. Get a, a, a dead person the right way, I'm whatever. Yeah. But it was respectful, and they seemed like a team even at that point. Mm-hmm. And so they get in the Kryptonian ship. Ezra was like, they can like sense Superman. So all the suits start coming out. It was sick. Like you see yeah, all these yeah. different suits, and you see all this good stuff that you didn't see in the beginning because Kryptonians are awesome. Yeah, exactly. And they have so much cool technology. I also wanted to say while they're digging up Superman, I like that we get an additional scene. Of Aquaman and Wonder Woman talking, yeah, because yeah. um, because that's it's pretty good. It gives them both more heart. Um, because like I said in the original, all we get is they're kind of enemies. Yeah, I mean, all we get is literally like they have like two lines yeah. maybe that they say to each other in the original, and they're not good lines. Nope. So it's nice to see them interacting and talking. Like I said, it gives those characters more heart and makes them. It's just a good bonding. Yeah, moment. exactly. Yeah. So I mean, because like like you said, like the Amazon the Atlanteans have been at, almost at war for a while. Like you know they you know and he goes. Honestly, I don't. I don't like the landings either. He goes. He's like, I'm just here to help the world, and they have a good moment. Yeah, they're honest with each other. And and, and Batman just Batman. Yeah, you know he's, he's just, just doing his thing. He's not really, he's not really friends with them right now. He's just got. He looks. He's looking at his tactical. He's like, I've got my team of super people. Well, I think. I think Batman also realizes. You know, he does everything he can. He has the best toys, of course, uh, but. He realizes that he does not equal up to these other people. He's a human. Yeah, I mean Ezra Miller is technically human too. Flash, but, they, but, he's but got they've got abilities. powers. Yeah. You know, he's got he's got he's got his toys. You know. Yeah. And yeah. he realizes that he's 
He doesn't necessarily need to, stay, to take a step back, but he really needs them to take a step forward. Well, the thing about this movie, though, is that he wills that. He is mm-hmm. the leader. He leads them to be their best. Yep. He leads the Flash to be the best, Cyborg. He leads them all into a th- thought process of let's be a team and let's save the world. And the other one, they're just like, just do whatever they want because they don't have a leader. And so it just feels better. And then you get you get into the ship, and he's like, you have to, we have to do this at the right time. He goes... He's like, I, he's like, there's not enough juice. He goes, well, I can probably do it. But the problem is, when I go that fast, time kind of messes. I'm like, right. thank you, Lord. Yes. In the first one, there was no time stuff. <laughs> no. I'm like, the Flash literally messed the whole world up with going back in time once. Yeah. And so they do that, and then you get a really cool sequence of him. He's like, if I go back as far as I can, whatever, they put Superman in, and then they have his dad's picture hit. Now, the Joss League doesn't make sense. Why is there a picture in the fluid? I was just fixing to say... Right? It doesn't make sense. Not even, just, not even just his dad's picture. The entire sequence of them bringing Superman back to life, I despised it in mm. the original Justice yeah. League. Um, I'm still not the biggest fan of it here, but I like it more. They explain it more. It makes more sense in this version. For sure. What I, and I love, uh, now, when movies do this, I don't always like it, but in this one it works, where he's like, he's in the mother box, he, mm-hmm. and he, he goes, he goes, hey, look, when I say go, you're going to go. He's counting down, all of a sudden you get a nightmare sequence. He, he oh, gets yeah. to see what will, what is I a like possible, the, vision. the, vision the probability, good. right? There's a, there's a I don't know what he doesn't say, but I'll say 50-50, right? There's a 50% chance what he's seeing right now is going to happen. Dark side is literally... Standing up, Superman is kneeling down beside him over Lois's Lane's bones, by the way, I think. It's mm-hmm. who it was. Yeah, I'd say so. And he's about to just eradicate the earth because he's so mad. That's the injustice line. No one knows this. If yeah. Lois Lane dies, Superman goes bad, blah, blah. So he sees that probability and goes, we shouldn't do this. He's like, I'm not sure. And he goes, no. Instead of go, he goes, you say go? And so he just <laughs> takes off, right? Yeah. And I loved that because like, he could have stopped it. But that's the whole Flash thing of being, you know, he's kind of a, so he's, he's so energetic. He's that kid that you know wants to go. He's a kid, and he goes go, and then no one can stop him once he's going. So he goes, and as he's going down to touch it, the cube itself flies up. Now, not a big deal to me, right? But they put an inanimate object there to show you that time is actually going backwards because you don't know what a mother box can do technically but they that's the reason for the picture the picture also comes out of the fluid so you mm-hmm. see that he actually went back in t- well, he's making time go backwards mm-hmm. and that's a big deal yeah it <laughs> it's is. gonna become a really big deal in the future movie but i think that shows a flash better and then they resurrect in the same way it's actually shot the exact same way um he flies out you know and they have their fight what's the fight sequence is the exact same almost there's a couple a couple of differences. Couple of differences yeah. that, Batman's not that, there. Batman's not there for a while because he can't get there. He just shows up at the very, very end. I yeah. Mean, um, but th- that fight sequence is better, I think, actually. It's a little longer. They do that whole thing where he makes Flash hit Aquaman. Aquaman's like, just points at him, you know. <laughs> um, one of my favorite parts of that of the whole Joss League was whenever you could see Superman could see Flash. Yeah. I think that's a good scene. I'm glad it was Snyder's yeah. scene because that's a good no scene. Um. I'm it's, glad they cut Superman during that scene. I'm glad Batman didn't show up about halfway through like he did in the original. That monologue sucks. He mm-hmm. showed up about halfway through, and Superman's just groping his face. He's like, do you bleed? I'm I like, hate that monologue. That I, think, I think the whole reason they even did that do you bleed line is to set up for the laugh after he throws Batman to the ground. He's, he's like, like, I'm bleeding now. Something's definitely bleeding. Yeah, but I think that, to me, it's a whole setup for the joke. Yeah. <laughs> I don't it, know. It's super good because, not that part. 
not that part, but the, the it's s- great. The Snyder cut's super good because even Diana goes, Batman, I wouldn't show up. <laughs> he's like, he's kind of mad and he doesn't like anybody. And if he sees you first, you technically killed him. Like, yeah. you, you, he didn't kill him, but he made the weapon that kills him. And so it's like, maybe don't show. And so he goes, you know, and he's like, he shows. And he sees him, and man, like Superman has a dead on just wants to kill Batman. Mm-hmm. Like he he pile drives freaking one woman to the ground with his head. Pretty cool scene. Nobody I don't, wins in a headbutt. No, but he way. like he <laughs> floats and like pow, you know. And then he gets up to Bruce, and Bruce is like, "Hey, hey sorry, bestie, hey, it's me, your boy." But he's not throwing him around. He's he's kind of evading, which is kind of cool because Batman can evade. Yeah. Um. And then you know they bring in the big weapon, which is Lois, because he's about to die. Mm-hmm. Um, and she goes, Clark. And he's like, Oh yeah, I'm Clark. He's like, Huh? Female? But, but I do like before that she uses the lasso of truth on him and kind of goes, Remember who you are. And he kind of like, because she can do that. I mean, yeah. he kind of like remembers a little bit. He doesn't stop kill. He doesn't stop trying to kill him. Um, he but does kind of slow down for a second. And then yeah. he's like, What am I doing? And then pistol whips her. Yeah. Then, yeah. So that scene is, I would say, a lot better, wouldn't you? I mean, that scene itself makes more sense. I agree. And it makes more sense because at this point in the movie, you feel like you have earned it. You feel like you earned the. You feel like you, as the audience member, have earned the right to see Superman come back now. In the Justice League, it's like an hour in. Maybe, yeah, really, it's about maybe halfway. Maybe they do that. Um, in the Snyder Cut, it's like two hours and forty-five minutes in before they yeah. bring Superman. You back. deserve this. Yeah, you earned it, buddy. Yeah. Um. But yeah, that seems really good. And then. I think you could have cut quite a bit of what happens next. Um, I, I, I understand wanting to find his humanity. I'm not sure. Oh, you need, the farm I'm scenes. Not, like, the farm scenes are fine. He touches the barley. I don't, I don't, we made that joke. We don't know what it is. Maybe wheat. I don't know what it is. But <laughs> It's just probably just grass. It's probably just grass. But we're making jokes being like he's in Gladiator rubbing yeah. the barley and stuff. I'm not sure you had to have like a whole scene of him put on a flannel. <laughs> Maybe it is. Put I mean, like. shirt on. You're too sexy. Yeah, right. <laughs> Uh, but we don't we don't get the CGI mustache thing. Um, that's what a nice. bummer! Yeah. We, were, we were sitting there watching that the other night. And my so wife just bad. happened to look up at the TV. She goes, "What's wrong with his lip?" <laughs> I was like, "Well, <laughs> like what?" That's a, yeah, you don't. Yeah, he has an adult mouth. He doesn't have a baby mouth anymore. Yeah, um, so it, that's, an, that's and, a. Nice I mean, change. it's a good scene. He gets humanity back. Lois goes, "I'm happy to have you back, but I gotta send you away." It's it's nice. But man, it just takes Superman long to get there. I mean, I don't know how long they're there. If they're rekindling, maybe. Who knows? Um, but it takes him quite <laughs> a long you time. You know what I mean. Well, he had to go see Alfred. You know, Alfred that's explained true. things to that's him. That's a pretty good scene, this actually. Is, this, that was in the trailer. This is time. Wasn't that in the trailer? Didn't he get make the movie? Right. He yes. was. Well, so um, it takes time to get there, you know. Yeah, because they make their assault at this point, right? Like, he's got the third mother box. He takes it, you know. Um, boom tubes away, of course, because... You know, he takes the box after they fight Superman because he's just, he's like, he's kind of lurking. Stephen wasn't there, but he knows they're fine. The Kryptonian's like, I'm going to take the box. Oh, <laughs> well, no one's looking. Takes the box, makes it whole. Then you see Dark Side. He's like, oh, you've done it. Wow. I kind of like you now. Um, and so then, like, the whole world around him becomes crazy. There's no Russian family in this. Thank, um, Thank God for that's that. That's super that nice. That was so, sorry, I'm yawning. That was so pointless yeah. in the original. I, I, it was made for like almost a laugh later, and just to I, make Flash useful in the last one. Yeah, exactly. Because they completely cut out what Flash does in the Snyder <laughs> Cut, which is very important. They just yeah. wanted to make him useful, and they're like, "Here, save a random Russian family." And I don't know if Joss Whedon was trying to convey some type of humanity to come across during that. That's why he saves these people, but it's not necessary. They're literally saving the world. You don't have to save some random family. I was say that's. A, I looked over Jordan at that time and. 
you know, Superman goes, civilians. And I'm like, he's going to leave to save civilians when the world can be destroyed at any second. I know, that was yeah. weird. I want to say this is prevalent in... Well, back up for a second. I want to say I am not a huge fan of the color palette Zack Snyder uses in his movies and stuff. That's his style. He uses like a deep, dark, saturated kind of cinematography and stuff. I think it's kind of cool and it kind of works with this movie. I'm just not a huge fan of it personally, but I love it so much better than that. But ugly Taco Bell mild sauce orange you get in the original Justice League. It's just revolting. It looks... So CGI because it is. It looks like Dormammu's place. Like I don't understand. Like, but worse. Like, I don't just, understand it's why. It's just atrocious, and I'm so glad they did away with that. Um, but uh, why? Why is everything orange? I don't. I don't understand. I think they're just trying to show the the world in Doomsday or whatever. It but still it's doesn't like, look good. Yeah, doesn't look very good. But at this point, they've kind of come together as a team. They have their plan. There's an actual plan finally. Because like in this one, um, and and Justice League. All he does is shoot to get through that thing, but in this one he shoots it and it comes back together, and he has to like, oh, I gotta do more. It just shows more. You have to take down the tower to take down the bubble, and every person has their job. He's like, if you do your job, we'll win this, you know? Because he goes, he's like, we've resurrected Superman. If he did, if he comes or not, we have to do this because this is he has all yeah, three. Time's running out. He can start the unity and devour the world and have and bring dark side into our world. Yeah, which is not what you want. He goes, look, with her, with that, I'm going to go. I mean, like, it's time, you know? And so you get a good sequence of Flash doing his thing, you know? One woman doing his thing. They're all doing their own things, you know? And then, then you get, like, the money shot. You get They're doing their thing, and then you see Superman. He's like, oh, yeah, I want the black suit. And I'm just like, yes. About time. Yeah, yes. Do. Yes, he looks really good in the black suit. He it's does. it's it's kind of like he's resurrected, obviously. He's come back, so he's going to have a different symbol. Of course, Henry you know, Cavill would look good in a trash bag. It's very true. I mean, it's very true. Um, but then you get to see that, and then it cuts back. So you get that little bit, you know. But this whole end fight scene, I mean, it's just so much better. Steppenwolf, mm-hmm. I mean, he's there, doubt. and he's he's wrecking him, you know, um, doing his thing. You know, Darkseid's like in a portal waiting, um, which is fine. But he... He's going through, you know, Cyborg's like, I just need, I need, I need Barry Allen. He's like, I'm, I'm, he's back in the mode, but he's trying to, he's trying to like pull him apart, I think. But in the Justice League, him and Superman do it. And then they like, they like get hit back and laugh about it. You know, and then it just kind of like it's ends. Weird, yeah. But in this movie, he's like, I, he's like, I've got to get in it. He's got to go all the way. Diane's like, you have to go all the way under or it's not going to work. He goes, what if I can't come back? And she's like, I mean, you're going to, we're going to die anyways. You know, yeah. so he goes all the way under, and the whole time Steppenwolf is just trying to kill him. But you know, they they're doing their best. Batman's like just got parademons up the butt, dude. <laughs> like he's wrecking some parademons. Yeah, Nobody and, wants that. And you get the cool like whole Aquaman flying there. Now I didn't like, I don't like the scene that much when he goes through the building. It's better in this movie, but just, he's like surfing a parademon. Yeah, I think it's still dumb. It I, reminds me. I I do think it is kind of dumb. I mean, like sure, it's it's entertaining, but. It reminds me of um, George Clooney's Batman and Robin when yeah, they like surf on when they Gosh. surf on doors and just completely yeah. defy the laws yeah. of gravity. Yeah. You gotta bring that movie up. And <laughs> <laughs> it, it reminded me. Of. I don't like that scene. It was done better in this one, probably because it looks the colors are better. Probably why I liked it better. Probably, but, maybe. Um, but no, you get all these cool. They're working together. You know, 
Cyborg's throwing him into people. Flash is pushing people out of the way. They get the Batmobile. The Batmobile is great it, in this movie. It just seems the way that it was shot is so much better than what Josh did. And the sequences that that followed throughout throughout the even the fighting scenes, they were, they were just they were just better. I don't I can't I don't have more how to explain it. They were just better. Better shot, better choreographed, better the whole thing was just better. I mean, it was yeah, I guess the other one kind of felt glossed over. It seemed like they didn't fight as long. They didn't, well, they didn't do fight anything as long. No. So it just, it just, this was just so much better. I can't, I don't know how to explain it. I, I really, they do a lot of the same stuff in this, but it's just, it's better and it's obviously longer. But they do a thing where he, they, they kind of have Steppenwolf where they want him, and then he like tries to kill Aquaman, won't roll and stops him, right? And then he gets to go back up there, and in the Justice League, he actually hits him with the axe and pulls him apart, right? Right, and. Which is fine, I guess. But I thought that what they did with was much better. He goes to hit him, and, and then so all of a sudden Superman's there and stops him. He goes, not impressed. Stops right in, yeah. He goes, not impressed. And I was like, that's much better. Because yeah. now you don't have to deal with Sauber being hurt. Because, I mean, you would care, but like it just adds nothing you need. Mm-hmm. It's I'd much rather watch Superman rough up Steppenwolf. And, he and that's of, what you get. He gets rid get. of the axe right there. Yeah, you the get... The axe is gone. Just breathes on you get it. The, you get and the then freezes it. Freeze breath. It takes his axe away. It, that looks a lot better. Um, and then you have the whole... He's just wrecking people. He's going Dude. around. He stays in the fight, finally. And the other one, he, he leaves the fight. Who's stepping off? No, no Superman. Superman leaves the fight yeah. in the oh, Justice League. Save the civilians. Yeah, yeah. yeah I'm that's like, true. He does I'm like, go save those people. He would never do that. That's true. But, yeah, because in this, after he breathes on the axe, breaks it, and Steppenwolf's kind of vulnerable... He beats the living dog piss. I mean, he is over him just going, bam, bam, I mean, bam. Because if Deadpool just wouldn't go down, he's like, Tah. And then what I like about the hits with them, it's kind of like hip, him and Zod when they hit. You see like a, when they hit, you see like a energy because they're hitting so hard. Yeah. I, I just thought that was, but yeah, he stands over him for like 20 minutes. I feel probably like 10 while Cyborg's just like going through. And he's like, pa, 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 pa. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think that's a much better way to take care of. Stepping, I mean, they haven't taken care of him yet, but the way to get Cyborg the extra time, mm-hmm. right? And then you have the whole point of this movie. He's like, he's telling Flash, "You, I need that juice again. Yeah. But this time I need it more. So Flash is just like running around this city like a billion times, yeah. right? He's like, I've got to go soon. I can't keep this up. He's going so fast. Yeah, and I almost thought he was going to time jump. I thought that'd be kind of cool if he accidentally time jumped, but that's a whole different movie. So, um, But it wouldn't fit in the movie. But yeah. I... But he's like, we gotta go, we gotta go, we gotta go, because they're about to unify. If they unify, the world's done, destroyed, destroyed. Mm-hmm. And so he gets, but then he has to, he he trips and slows down because he has nothing left in the tank, and he gets shot by a parademon in the leg, which is kind of a big deal for a runner. Now I think it was like in his ribs, or what? It was Couldn't like really yeah. it was like around. Okay, yeah. whatever. He got, oh, he got shot in the leg in the Justice League, right? Oh, that's what. Okay, sorry. Anyways, but he. And so he has this moment of the fact that he's got to do it. But on the other side, they unify. The mother box unify, and it blows up, right? So he, he, he goes, Barry, just heal yourself. This is really cool because Barry Allen can heal himself. He hasn't been able to yet. He's, a, he's able to make himself face through things. He can do a lot of cool things, so he can heal himself back up as long as not like his heart fell out or something. But Yeah. Something as minor as what that was, because technically, technically it was a minor injury compared to what they could get, like yeah, steak. Yeah, no joke. But he's able to do it, and then he goes, "Well, I have to do this, right?" And so 
the dude just takes off. And at this point, it's a really cool shot, man. He is running at the nuclear explosion, basically. And all of a sudden, he's going forward, and the nuclear explosion is going backwards. Mm -hmm. So now he's running so fast, he's become the man his dad wanted him to be, which is a big deal in this movie. And he's made time go backwards enough that he hits at the right moment though they, they don't unify. Mm-hmm. So the, instead of the Flash at the end of the movie laying on his side going, that was fun, which is what happened in Justice League, yeah. he saves the freaking world. He really does. <laughs> because nobody else can at this point. They ha- The plan is in place. The plan has to go the way Batman says it has when, to. When that happened, I had the biggest smile on my face. When, when he started taking off toward that explosion, I was like, oh, Finally, he has yes. he has a reason to, to be here, and it's fantastic because you know in the first one he did nothing, Cyborg really did nothing. They both saved the world, yeah, yeah. and that was a huge yeah. deal. And Superman, I think Superman's an integral part in this movie, but he's way more integral in the last one because he's a Kryptonian, he has to do his thing. But it shows that this is a team effort. Now he come him coming in gives Cyborg the time. But they still fail. Even with even with Superman there, they fail yeah. without Flash doing his thing. And it just shows that every point in this movie, every single person is needed. One woman's needed to do her thing. Aquaman's because finally because yes. Aquaman and One Woman fight together the most in this movie. Probably they're actually like more of a tag team than anybody in this movie because they just yeah. and it works pretty well. It works mm-hmm. well, and so you get all that. And then Steppenwolf's like, oh no, <laughs> because he's looking at all six of them, just looking at him, right? Yeah, and and. Compare his death from Justice versus to Snyder. Does he die in Justice League? No, he doesn't die. Well, he might have. We don't know because they were they were attacking him. I hated that. I hated that. I assume he survives because he starts to get attacked by his own parademons because they smell smell fear. fear. I hate that. They smell fear. And he starts getting attacked, and he just boom tubes up into the sky. Like Scotty beams him up, and he's gone. We just don't know because they're on him still. You know, news what happened. But what about what about Batman in that? He goes, you smell that. Like, I know you can't smell a Batman. Like, you just think he's feared, fearful now? He goes, but can you I, smell it? <laughs> I love how Snyder ended Steppenwolf. I mean, I just absolutely love what he did. Because Darkseid is, like, Dark is a toe away from stepping through that portal. Yeah. He is. And this is kind of like him saying, take him back. Is that the best you got? We take we took goes, care of him. Just bring it. Because yeah. they have all six of them, you know. He gets thrown. I think Superman throws him or whatever. Mm-hmm. One woman takes her god killer of a thing. <laughs> Cuts his head off, and he flies through the portal. Look down, his head separates. Darkseid looks down and looks back at the portal. Sees all six of them and goes, actually, I'm good. I don't think I'm going to step yeah. in. For now, we're um, good, yeah. Because he shows that Earth is mighty. Earth has the mightiest heroes. Earth has a Kryptonian. He, they will have Green Lanterns, hopefully. The touch. Yeah, amen, the Midas touch. And he goes, nah. I mean, I don't think I would either, honestly. I mean, he's... Superman even looks stronger in this movie than he has in the past because he seems more powerful. He, he does. does, and I think everybody the, does. I think the reason for it is because he's finally found peace. They, this is kind of a theme in Man of Steel that he's not able to take out Zod. He does, but he's not able to because he can't find the inner peace of stuff. And so in this movie, <laughs> it's like him being resurrected brought basically showed that he can die. He's like, well, now 
I can do more. That's true because in Man it's of Steel, different. In Man of Steel, he does not have peace. I mean, no. he's first of all, he's a cold blooded killer. And BVS he he doesn't out, either. When he takes out Zod, and BVS doesn't because he every time he's around something, people die. Well, in BVS, he has no character development whatsoever. No, anyway, it's so. not really his fault. But but no, it's like he's more powerful. They he doesn't want to mess with them. Um, and it, and that's how the movie kind of ends. You know, it ends with them winning. It ends with them at the end. They you know they climb back up and they're like. And they all go back to their places. Yep. You know, he's going back to Star City. He's going back to Gotham. Aquaman goes to Atlantis. Cyborg goes back to his, you know, his dad's place because his dad has his dad has died at this point helping them. Mm-hmm. Um, we didn't know, talk about that. But we didn't talk about it. But I mean, he uses a lot of heat to heat up the last mother box so they could track it. Mm-hmm. It's better than what they did. Because at first, at first when it, when uh, when uh, is that his name? Silas, Silas Stone, Silas Stone Victor yeah. Stone's dad. Yeah. Whenever Silas does this at first, I'm like, what an idiot. Why did you just die? But then you realize they're smart people, and he knows that his son is smart. They will figure it out. And yeah. They did, so. And, you know, and they all go back to their thing. Um, they, they even show Apocalypse, and he goes, well, there's no way back. And he goes, we'll go back to the old ways, you know? So that sets up him coming back. Um, and it ends on a, like, it's, it's happy, but it's not like. Jo- Josh is happy. Like Josh happy was like way too happy. This is like they still lost people in this. There's still people died, you know, and they they mourn for that. But at the same time, you get each person going back to their respective place, and you even get Superman un- doing the old thing where he undoes his thing, but he's still got the black suit. He got the black suit on which too, is, which is sick because hopefully that keeps happening. But that is a good way to end the movie. And they're like, you know what? Let's not end it. You no. Just, let's just make it better. It was over. Let's, let's throw an epilogue in there. Let's throw an epilogue in there that could make one of the coolest movies oh my gosh. possible. Because I really like this storyline. Mm-hmm. So this is what they do. They go, you know, they do the happy ending, right? It all ends. And then you get the end credit scene, which you got in the original, The Legion of Doom. It's better, though. Um, Destro yeah. looks better. I don't like the whole guy laughing and stuff that's whatever with Lex Luthor being gone yeah where it shows Lex Luthor being I don't like the fact that yeah they got some random bald guy in the jail when Lex Luthor escapes yeah but at least they give Deathstroke a purpose now Deathstroke's like I'll do it another one but this one he's like no I'll do it and you don't have to pay me anything he goes he goes you listen to me Batman's Bruce Wayne he goes I'm in yeah for nothing and so you they have a past obviously which everyone knows they have a past but they have a real past in this movie because yeah. he's been Batman for twenty years. So and yeah. you don't have Jesse Eisenberg with like a close up on his face going, "Shouldn't we create a league of our own?" <laughs> yeah, oh, shut up. That's done a lot better. And then you get one of my favorite parts of the movie. I think I d- you get the nightmare sequence of yeah. who has lived if Superman if Lois dies eventually. Mm-hmm. Now this isn't in the past. This is the this is the future of this could still happen right. yeah. because Darkseid will come back. He know we know he will. And you get Jared Little's Joker. I think he does really a lot better than this. It's kind of weird, but uh, his monologue's better. You have Mara. You have Flash when he goes when he goes back in that suit to warn warn Batman. It's the same suit, mm-hmm. the mech suit. You have Cyborg, mm-hmm. Mara. Am I missing something? Deathstroke. Deathstroke. He's a he's on the good side now, which is a interesting shift from Very what you just saw. Yeah. Um, and that whole scene is just great. You know, it's, and it's, we finally heard the Batman f bomb. We all we I mean, it's like you know he's gonna say it. We were hoping for a Batman f bomb the whole movie, and we got it. And I agree, it's it's an awesome, awesome scene. Maybe my favorite scene in the movie is the nightmare scene. Um, I I think it's really cool that you finally get a good 
back and forth between Batman and Joker. You get a good. They haven't, almost, even, been, they haven't even been on the screen together. Yeah, you get a good um, cat and mouse type type conversation. Um, now, granted, their their dialogue's a little weird because they're edgy because they're cool. Well, Jared Leto's and, a weird dude. I think they almost like he wrote his own lines. <laughs> almost <laughs> did. Jared Leto was a freak though. Well, <laughs> but. Um, but yeah, I, I do like him quite. I do like, especially I like Jared Leto's Joker quite a bit more. And I didn't hate him in Suicide Squad. I just feel like he's doing a weird Jim Carrey impression. But in in yeah, in the Snyder Cut, it's it's a lot more uh, toned down. It's a lot more mellow, and it comes across a lot better. It feel it feels more. It gels better, if that makes sense. But I really really enjoyed that scene. The only gripe I would have. And this isn't even a gripe about the scene itself. I thought it was strange to be placed at the very end of the movie. Um, I don't know why. I, I don't know where you would put it, though. I mean, maybe at the beginning of the movie, maybe about halfway through. I don't know. I just thought it was very strange that um, that it was placed at the very end of the movie, and he just wakes up, then it practically ends. Did, um, but Did it almost make you feel like uh, Snyder's going, okay, don't give me another movie. This is what I'm gonna do. I'll put this at the end. We'll see. Yeah, pretty we'll much. I mean, I don't know. It just kind of threw me off. But uh, but yeah, I really, really dig that scene, though. Do you have anything you want to add to this? No, this is a great that? scene. I mean, what? Any time that you get Batman and Joker together, shoot, I'm all in. Yeah, I could care less what they're talking about. I think we're talking about shopping for all I care. So I took that as um, <laughs> what I took that as. I think it's a good place to put it. I understand people don't might not. I think it's a good place because that's the second movie. The, his whole point in the second movie was Batman and Lois had a relationship mm-hmm. while he was gone. Not good. Um, and he sw- they have a conflict. He swears to get to protect Lois. Lois dies. Right. Superman's like, and that's the, that was going to be his next movie. And I think that what they're going to do is time stuff and save it probably. But so I think that's supposed to be your end credit scene, kind of like Marvel does for the next movie. Yeah. And so it's put there for that reason. I I think now. Who freaking knows? That's how I took it. Everyone t- takes things differently, but that scene is great. Um, Cyborg's like, oh no, he knows we're here. Comes down, his eyes glow up red, and he wakes up. Super good. The yeah. the monologue with Joker and Batman, it doesn't get much better than that. Man, they are just good together. They need to have a movie together where Jared Leto's Joker is against Ben Affleck's Batman. Like, just do it. And you get the explanation of why he has the Joker card. Okay, yeah. on his gun, which is which is really good. He goes, "You have this, you know. You have me, whatever." He's crazy still, but he's like, "You have this on you. You don't have to worry about." As long me, as you basically. have it, we have a truce. Exactly, and so he even I love how he's like trying to get under his skin. He goes, "Harley died," and you can kind of <laughs> see for a second. He's like, he can kind of see Joker's face. He kind of was hurt for a second. Name about crazy. Yeah, um, but I thought that was cool, you know. Um, and then you have the end of the movie where. It's, I have an interesting thing about this, but it's the Martian Manhunter comes down and he goes, hey, you have me for future. I'm like, I'm like where you been? Exactly. Yeah, that he just comes out of nowhere at the end of this. I mean, he's from a pl- he's from a planet like our moon, basically, that's not much farther from our moon. Or is he from the moon? He's actually from the moon. I don't know where he's from. I don't know. So his race is actually from the moon, I think. So he's not that far away. Um, John he's John's really over here not. just watching. He's you know? really not. And that's the thing. Like, I understand at this point in the movie, they've done and they've seen some crazy stuff. Bruce yeah. Wayne has seen some crazy stuff. But some alien literally shows up at his slick modern mansion and is like, hey, 
I'm a good guy. You can call me Martian Manhunter. Batman's like, LOLK. He's like, whatever, dude. I just beat like, Dark I'm Side. Down. I'm like, what? He should have said something like, yeah, we could have used you a little while back. He was yeah. very, that would have been better. He's like, where you been? He was very cool with it, and he's just like, okay. And he flies off. And then you have the cool scene of him going back to Wayne Manor, because you know he doesn't want to be there anymore, and going, that's basically going to be the Justice League's place. He goes, I see a round table with six chairs and then Diana's like with more with more yeah that's a good scene it's in the both in both movies um now I read today about the fact that Zack Snyder actually shot that last scene differently he didn't want to be Marsh Manhunt he wanted to be Hal Jordan mm-hmm. so he wanted to be a lantern well he didn't say Hal Jordan I just expected to be Hal Jordan he said that he was told he was not allowed to have a lantern at the end of the movie no lanterns at all why though they, he, he said that he tried it you know, you know what he did he shot it in his backyard yeah, he has it. He has a, a version where a lantern comes. I think that'd yeah, been better. I want to see it because lanterns. I like I, I like lanterns better than Marshman Hunter. But either way, you get your seventh member. Yeah. Because um, there's always you know the seven, and then they have a bunch, you know. Um, but I think that's interesting that, that that that's how much they interfered. They wouldn't let him even use a lantern for any credit scene. It's crazy because yeah. like, and he, who cares? I, I also read that he had to really, really, really fight for the nightmare sequence to even be included yeah. at the end. Which, by the way, is. The nightmare stuff is some of the cool stuff about the whole movie. It really is. I mean, because the nightmare sequence should happen one day. Like that's probably what they're going for. I would and, love for that. And to WB has said they're not, they're not ex- expecting to explore anything more in this universe with this movie. Which means the fans have got to get going. So what's going to happen is <laughs> three and a half years later we might get a nightmare movie. So we'll see. This movie had 1.6 million views in the first five minutes. It outdid Captain. It, it outdid um, Falcon Winter Soldier by far. Yes, yeah, and that. so it's it's doing its job, and I think they had a chance to make DCU wake up. Yeah, and the article, it needs to. The article that we read, uh, Snyder laid out everything he was going to do for the next two movies, and it just sounds awesome. Yeah, I mean, I really wish they'd do something with it. So I don't know if they're going to. I hope for the best. I think most people have seen this like it. I'm not saying they love it, but they yeah. definitely can say it's better. Um, Even most critics like it. I mean, yeah, critics yeah. are pretty hard up on movies now. I mean, you know, a lot of them are like, oh, it's bombastic. It's four hours long, yada, 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 which is true. It's true. But yeah. even most critics are pretty high on it. I mean, um, the first one's got a 6.2. It was got an 8.3. So that shows, and it's got almost 200,000 vote so it's like getting to where it's gonna stay yeah um and so 8.3 is good for any movie it's two points higher than your predecessor you did something right you fan the fans like what you did yeah it went from a d to a b i yeah. mean <laughs> and so uh we can talk more if we want to but at this point i think we should grade like we always do yeah um a to z what are you guys gonna grade the snyder cut i'm actually gonna go rewatch it and this week probably because they just released the black and white version in the fourth in the fourth three aspect ratio. I think it'll look the good. Justice is great. Justice version. is great. I think it's a dumb <laughs> name, but I do want to see it. That's pretty cool. Uh, yeah. Cody and Great A to Z. Oh, A to Z. Um, <laughs> you know, I, God, we've talked a lot about I, it. I should have gave um, New Mutants a Z instead of an F. I should have done. <laughs> <laughs> well, we Z always minus. That's the thing. You always say A to Z, and then course, I know. I just we, you know, it's yeah. just. Yeah, whatever. whatever. Just a report card, great. But um, yeah, you know, I mean, like I said, we we talked a lot about how this is just miles better. Um, I still don't think it's a perfect movie, but I do find enjoyment in it. And the only thing is, I don't know how often I'm gonna get to watch this. It, I don't have a lot of four hour blocks of my life where I can just sit and do nothing. So. Um, I I would like to watch it more, but um, where it sits right now, I'm gonna give it a B. Um, I really dug it. Um, 
I don't think it's perfect. Uh, I think I want to say this. I didn't say this earlier, but I think Steppenwolf is much, much, much better in this version. I still don't think he's a good villain, if that makes sense. He's okay, but anyway, um, I'm just gonna give it a B. I may. You know, if I rewatch it, I may give it an A. I don't even know. But I'm just landing right there for right now, and that's where I'm going to stay. Uh, I love this movie. I mean, I've already said it. I do. I really, especially, especially compared to, to Josh's version, this is, they should just forget that one altogether. Um, you should just take it away. Sure, yes. They'll try to. <laughs> I have it. You can't take mine away. It, right. Um, I never bought it actually. Three bucks. But okay, and it's not. But it's not the perfect movie. I I do think they could have. I think it could be a good three hour, three and a half hour long movie. I think there were some things that could be cut out. Um, so I, I can't. I'm not going to give it an A, but I will give it a B plus. Gotcha. Okay, so I really dug this movie too. I think it's a lot better than its predecessor. I think it does what you need to do. It's the movie we all deserved and wanted. When you think of a Justice League movie, and of course you're going to um, compare that, but I always compare it to Marvel because Marvel's Avengers is much better than the Justice League. It's the same type of thing. It's a yeah. it's a thing, and this movie is what you wanted. Now it's a little long, of course, um, but the characterization is just so much better. You get the it's almost fan service, really. You get the fan service of. All these as, characters. As it should be, though. Yeah, as it should be. Um, all these characters, all these different things. Um, now, is it perfect? No. Um, but I do want to watch it again, obviously. And I, this might go down, but we have an A minus. So the reason it's not A plus or an A, because I don't know if it can ever be there. Um, a, a minus just because I think it did exactly what it needed to do. Yeah. I might end up being a B one day or B plus, but that's not very far away from A minus. So. Um, no, we're all in the same ballpark. It's all in the same park here. This movie is so it's really good. I mean, I it's haven't just epic. <laughs> I've I've watched a bunch of reviews, critic reviews, and no one's really said, "Hey, it sucks." I mean, no one that matters at no. least. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're gonna have those people that are like, "It still sucks," and they didn't watch it. So, I think like the worst thing I read about it was that it's like overstuffed, and that basically saying there's a lot going on, there which is. is true. I mean, and you get some of those people who are you know diehard Marvel fans who just yeah. hate DC. You get DC D fans who DC fans who hate Marvel. Yeah, and. You, you get that type of thing going on, but if you just look at the movie, let it stand by itself, it's a very good movie. Yeah, can't we all just love one another and get along? I like I like both properties. Actually, I think my favorite property is DC, and I'm, but Marvel makes better movies. Um, as, far, as far as yeah. superheroes, I've always preferred DC. You know, my favorite character is Batman, Batman and Joker. Yeah, my favorite is Nightwing. My but, two favorite characters. But I've always preferred DC over Marvel. Marvel makes better stuff. Yeah, I it's, think... I mean, it's, it's just true. Marvel has better movies. I think DC has better comics. Yeah, I mean. for sure. The properties are better on DC, but not the movies. Um, yeah. Warner right. Brothers is just a freaking train wreck. They're a mess. They're about <laughs> as big a mess as Star Wars right now, other than The Mandalorian. Um, but anyways... Um, anything else we want to add to it? We've talked pretty through this. For a four-hour movie, we've talked pretty good through it, I think. We have. Uh, I'm glad um, we gave ourselves ample time to talk about this. Yeah, I wanted, we wanted to make sure we, we, sunk our we teeth had. into it. That's for uh, sure. But yeah, so this is going to be the end of the Snyder Cut review. Um, yeah, we're going to do more of this stuff, but we want to make sure that we had our regular you know, show, whatever. We do two a week, so we do one mini pod and one regular. We want to make sure we had enough time, so we did a regular for the Snyder Cut. Just like we did Tenet in the past so yeah we wanted to make sure we had plenty of time and we did so uh we really dove into it which i'm glad we did because like like we've said there's a lot to unpack here um 
But yeah, if uh, you, the listener, if there's something that we didn't unpack that we should have, um, let us know. Um, whatever your thoughts, feelings, comments are about our review of it, if you agree with us, disagree with us, that's cool. You can let us know. Again, um, there's places you can hit us up at. We are on Facebook at Movie Matrix Podcast, or we are on Twitter at Movie Matrix Pod. Let us know what you guys thought about this episode or any episode for that matter. But until next time, signing off for Matt Jordan and David. We'll see you guys then. Peace. Thank you.